Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, All the Light We Cannot See. Our text is John, the first chapter, the first through the fourth verses. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. That light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The Gospel of John is a very anti-Christmas Christmas story, because there's no manger, there are no shepherds, no wise men from the East. John was the disciple that really knew Jesus, the one the Bible tells us the Lord loved. John was also a poet with great intellect, and he was a, a great writer. His writing style is really different, though. He wasn't really concerned with the particulars, the dates, the times, locations. Luke did that. John was focused on the impact, what it means that Christ has come, uh, and, and what Christ's connection is to God. Verse 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word of God, Logos, is defined as the bridge between the spiritual and the physical universe. The Word is also defined as Jesus Christ, uh, the Word in the flesh, the personification of the execution of God's will. So John, as a writer, goes back to the Hebrew Bible to review how God, with Jesus at his side, actually spoke the universe into being. God's first words, of course, was, let there be light. And in that instant, he set in motion the universe as we know it. God commanded, and it was done. In a sense, light here is divine energy, the life force of God. It's not the sun and the moon, because that comes later. Verse 16, the greater light and the lesser light. This light, then, is God's revelation, how God makes himself known to the world. God's power, his might, his omnipotence, God's light power that turns us away from chaos, confusion, disorder, and darkness. You see, John takes a different approach to stuff. You got to think about John's writing. John speaks of darkness existing apart from God. That's sin and death. And he writes very clearly how this darkness works. John 3.19. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of light because deeds were evil. Here is the world as John sees it, full of unbelievers who reject anything to do with God. And here the light refers to Jesus Christ, whose ministry brought truth and righteousness to the world. We, we need light. Light is the ultimate tool against darkness. Because darkness represents all that is bad. It represents evil. Huh. These are really very clear and, and simple metaphors. And the metaphor works so well because people have experience with it. You know, I, as a child, I I've all, used to be afraid of the dark. My, ch my son uh, slept uh, without the lights turned off throughout high school. Don't tell him I told you this. <laughs> but here's the caveat. 
Sometimes it's not as simple as it sounds. The metaphor seems simple, but it's really a little bit more. And I I just want to suggest for a minute that we need to learn about this darkness because we talk about light and darkness. But, you know, the Bible says sometimes God is in the darkness. So, you know, sometimes darkness or or cloudiness can be associated with suffering and, and sorrows. And this Christmas season usually is a time for darkness for many people. And sometimes you have to make yourself a little comfortable in the dark. Now, that sounds radical and extreme because the first thing you want to do is get some light, but it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes you have to settle into the darkness because you can't get through it quickly. And and, and when you settle into the darkness for just a, a little bit, you begin to understand what faith is about, you see. I read a book once called All the Light We Cannot See, and it's a story of how a father teaches his near-blind daughter to navigate the world during World War II, uh, and she lives in in war-torn France. And it was the title that got my attention because it spoke to my spirit in the midst of my own darkness that God has a way to get us through darkness. Uh, One of the first things you learn in this story is that this little girl has an irrepressible spirit. She is now alone. Her father is gone, but she is determined to survive. And there are all these flashbacks to what her father has taught her. And one of the things she remembers is to strain to see what she can. She's almost totally blind, but there's a period when she can actually make out shapes. And her father says, if you can strain, just strain really hard to see what you can. Whom have I in heaven but you? And on earth I desire nothing besides you. Our ability to see God hinges on our desire to see God. If you can't see God in your circumstances, look harder. You know how when the lights go out in the room and at first it's pitch blackness, but then if you remain quiet and let your eyes get used to the change, you can begin to make out shapes? Well, your spirit can work that way if you look hard enough. You can begin to see God in the darkness. Isaiah 26, 9. At night, my soul longs for you. At night, my soul longs for you. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on Giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on Giving. Thank you. God bless you. We are talking about the metaphors of light and darkness that we find in the Gospel of John. And I'm uh, reminded of a book, All the Light We Cannot See, that I highly recommend uh, to you to read. In the book, when the little girl's sight totally fails, she remembers her father's instructions about using her other senses, particularly the sense of hearing. She begins to listen really closely to sounds around her. You know, this is the war underway and, and, and things are chaotic. But she trains her ears to, to listen for certain sounds. And that's how she makes her way to safety. The word says, whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. When you can't see God, when you can't strain to see God, you need to know God's word. You need to, to listen to God's word. John ten twenty seven. my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. There's always a way to sense God's presence. And if you can't see God, then just remember you got God's word. 
It is in darkness where God teaches us the discipline of faith. Faith is what happens when you can't see clearly and you have to look harder and listen more carefully. But you can use any of your senses just like this little girl in the book. The key is when you find yourself in darkness, don't think you've been abandoned. Settle in for just a bit. Kind of, you know, get your boundaries, figure out where you are and discover what there is to learn in the darkness about faith. God's light is not limited to a visual. God's light is his way of revealing himself to us. And he can do that in any way he chooses through any of our senses, through any of our circumstances, in any way he chooses. That is the power of God's light. And the more you realize that, the more you are open to God's light. Those who study the ocean report that the deeper you go into the sea's depths, the less sunlight you'll see. Now, that's obvious because in the depths of the ocean, uh, it it gets darker. But there is what they call the aphotic zone, A-P-H-O-T-I-C, aphotic zone, where there's no visible light whatsoever. Now, this is where the Titanic rests and this is where down planes end up. It goes so far down that you, there's no way to bring these objects up to the, to the surface. But scientists have discovered what they call bioluminescence. This is light that emanates from the darkness, light that emanates from the deep through sea animals. God has given these animals at the bottom of the ocean, at the very depths of the ocean, a way to make their way around. You see, God is light. And it's not the power of our intellect. It's not about our will. It is totally the power of God. We carry God's power through the Holy Spirit, and that is light. And so if you ask and are really still, darkness can also teach you about God. I I really want you to think about that and meditate on that. Uh, Because I've had some dark times in my life. And in those dark times, when, when trouble abounded, when I was confused and didn't know which way to turn, when I got still and, and just knew that, that God was God, I had an even deeper connection with God. It's sometimes that in the, in the darkness of pain or in the, the darkness of rejection, if you reach for God, then God will, will, will touch you in a different way. In a, in a deeper, even more meaningful way than, than he does in, in our joy, in celebration. Darkness can teach you all you need to know about God. And in the meantime, you have access to the, the most powerful tool of the light, and that is God's word. And that's why we memorize scriptures. That's why we, we try to keep the word in our heart. Psalm 119, 105, Lord, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I want you to, to know that light and, 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 and know that God will offer you the light that you need, regardless of your circumstances, if you keep your heart centered on God. A lamp to my feet, a light to my path, the word of God, the memory of how God has has helped you in the past. And even in the darkness, 
even in the darkness, just be still. Don't try to run. Don't try to to fight. Just settle in for a while. And God will show you things you never thought you could experience or see. Our God is a is a powerful God, and there is nothing that can stop him. There is nothing that can keep us separated from his love if we are willing to open ourselves. And that is what the light of the season is all about. In God is life, and that life is the light of all humankind. And that light shines in the darkness, and the darkness will never overcome it. Thanks for joining me. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, roxburypresbyterianchurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign.